everyone. Welcome to Listen and Get Literacy. I'm your host, Olivia Smith. On this podcast, we discuss the importance of learning and literacy for young children in school libraries while integrating ideas on maintaining equity of access. I hope that you all are curled up in your favorite listening spot and are ready to go. Today, along with our experts, Dr. Tammy Pratt and Ms. Becky Day, we will contemplate digital information literacy and motivations in early readers. Our first guest, Dr. Tammy Pratt, a professor of literacy at the Michigan State University College of Education, has 15 years of experience as a teacher, reading specialist, and literacy coach. She is currently serving on the International Literacy Association Board of Directors. Welcome, Dr. Pratt. Thank you, Olivia. I'm delighted to be with you and your listeners today. It's great to have you. Our second guest is Ms. Becky Day. She's the co-founder of More Than Books Library Consultant Group. Upon receiving her MLIS from the University of South Carolina, she worked as a librarian at Hughes Elementary School for nine years. She currently serves on the American Association of School Librarians Practice Committee. Her latest collaboration was partnering with literacy coaches and school librarians to develop standard-based digital literacy programs in Greenwood County. I'm so glad to be here. Thank you for having me. It's great to have you as well. In thinking about our focus today, Dr. Pratt, I'd like to start with you. Let's begin our discussion with early learning and how we can use this understanding to develop digital literacy skills in early readers. Sure, that's a great place to start, Olivia. Understanding just a few aspects about how children learn literacy is important in ensuring we provide the right environments, tools, and amount of time to get them on a healthy developmental track right from birth. From birth? Isn't that a bit early? Well, it may seem early, but the foundation of literacy is language, and we start making sense of and acquiring language when we're born. As babies, we hear our caregivers speaking, and this exposure forms our native language. In the process, our brains are making connections for later use when we begin talking. We apply these sounds to print as we learn to read and write, and that's one reason why talking to and with children is so important to learning. So can you expand on how children actually learn? It seems complex. Yes, learning surely is complex. However, thinking about it through Lev Vygotsky's social constructivist theory makes understanding the process of learning a little bit easier. Would you like to help me unpack the meanings of each of these terms for our listeners? Sure, I'll try my best. Great. So I'm wondering, what do you think about when you hear the word social? Well, I think about being around people, maybe having a conversation or being engaged in an activity together. I also think about fun. Absolutely. Social means engaged in some sort of activity with at least one other person with lots of speaking and listening going on. The fun aspect is essential too, so I'm glad you brought that up. In education, we often refer to that fun as motivation, which the International Literacy Association describes as the goals, values, beliefs, and dispositions that energize behavior, elicit cognitions, and regulate literacy processes and learning. Let's move on to the word constructivism. What does that suggest? Well, I hear the word construct, so it has to do with building something maybe? You're spot on. As we speak, listen, and interact with one another, we learn how to do things and how to be with one another. We're constructing our understandings of how the world works and how we fit into it. 
For children, it's through social experiences at home, in early childcare settings, and during play where they start to learn norms around language, such as turn-taking, questioning, and staying on topic. So it's really through these social interactions that they begin constructing a literacy knowledge base. I often think about literacy as reading and writing, but I'm curious to know if there's more to it. The definition of literacy has expanded over the past several decades as education and technology have evolved to meet societal needs. The International Literacy Association defines literacy as the ability to identify, understand, interpret, create, compute, and communicate using visual, audible, and digital materials across disciplines in any context. And as you may have noticed, there's no mention of reading or writing, and how we demonstrate literacy has really become much broader to include a digital emphasis. So how might we use these standards in schools? Well, classroom teachers work closely with school librarians to ensure they're modeling and providing digital services to children. They collaborate on lessons and experiences that immerse children in literacy through digital means to construct their own understandings of how to be literate using technology. For example, I was recently in a school where the morning announcements were live streamed across three different elementary schools and third, fourth, and fifth graders led the entire production by communicating orally, visually, and with text via web-based technologies. It was very impressive. It sure sounds like it. Thanks, Dr. Pratt. I appreciate you helping our listeners gain a better understanding of early literacy. I'm intrigued when I hear the term digital literacy. Ms. Day, can you help describe digital literacy and how it connects to early readers? Sure. Digital literacy is the ability to use information and communication technologies to find, evaluate, create, and communicate information requiring both cognitive and technical skills. Some of us may take for granted the ability to use word processors and organize files. Those skills are part of personal digital stewardship, which students need to learn, and as librarians, we need to model these behaviors. We need to reduce barriers between users and the information they need. With so much of the information available digitally, the barriers are a lack of skills. Students in many districts have email addresses and online storage, but need to learn email etiquette and file organization. Students need to access the academic products produced during their education, which makes, makes these digital skills starting in elementary school vital for the later demands of college and careers. If students aren't taught digital literacy skills in a school or library, they may not have an opportunity to learn it. So how do librarians support stewardship? Librarians must also apply good digital stewardship skills to their work, even offering professional development to staff which will help reinforce students' learning. The ever-changing technological world impacts how children are served in libraries and provided equitable access to technologies. I interpret the word access as meaning available. Can you elaborate on what librarians mean by equitable access? Yes, librarians do mean available, as in providing all learners with equal opportunities. The State Educational Technology Directors Association's website states that technology opens up a much broader and richer array of resources and information. Equity of access now includes access to devices to use digital content and connect to fellow users worldwide. This shows how important it is that users know how to use devices to access information. What does engagement with digital tools look like in an elementary school library? 
Well, since digital literacy focuses on ensuring that students effectively use digital technologies, they will use various devices to complete activities. The activities range from searching for materials or information to identifying credible sources on the internet. Students may work individually or collaborate to apply critical thinking skills. Researchers Joseph Yap and Janice Penaflor shared an approach used in several university libraries called the Amazing Library Race, where online scavenger hunts replaced regular library orientation with activities to better understand the collections and services of the library. This is just one strategy that can be modified and applied in elementary schools to teach digital literacy skills in the library. I'm curious, are there any challenges we should be aware of concerning digital literacy? There is a valid concern about children having too much screen time and library staff need to monitor students' work to ensure that screen time is developmentally appropriate and enhances learning standards. Another challenge schools face is keeping the technology used updated, especially with tight budgets. Now that we have a better understanding of digital literacy, is there a way that librarians can motivate children to become digital information seekers? Digital badges are used in many fields to display credentials for completing specific programs and are one way to motivate students. Boise State University and Penn State Libraries have successfully implemented a gamified approach to literacy instruction where users earn digital badges. Wendy Pothier found that digital badges offer an opportunity to increase the collaborations between librarians and the teaching faculty. The teachers will be able to see the students' proof of learning and help further motivate students. While digital badges motivate students, solving real-world problems through service learning projects are effective as well. What kind of real-world problems can elementary students help solve? Elementary students can help solve problems like local food banks or pet shelters needing supplies. School and local public libraries can partner together to find more ways to serve the community. This may not seem related to digital literacy, but it is. With the service learning project, the students apply research skills to discover a need and collaborate in creative ways to use technology to get the word out. The opportunity to learn through community service helps fulfill a need while the students build leadership and digital literacy skills. That does seem like a win-win situation. You mentioned that students build confidence and leadership. How else can digital technologies help? We know that as children mature, many struggle with the issue of understanding self in relation to others and building a sense of identity. Digital technologies help students collectively explore issues in a safe, and private space through collaboration with peers. This helps them make sense of the social, cultural, racial, and ethnic context in which they live and provides a healthy method for building relationships with others who may not hold their same views or values. As library and information specialists, it's our responsibility to serve children in these innovative ways. Thank you, Dr. Tammy Pratt and Ms. Becky Day for joining us and broadening our views on the importance of digital literacy and motivations to encourage young children while ensuring equitable access and service. If you're new to our podcast, I hope you enjoyed our time together and we'll tune in next week where we will be discussing using social media as a digital literacy tool. As always, make sure to follow, listen, and get literacy on Instagram and Twitter. So long, everyone.